Welcome to our podcast, Digi Nomas. Hi, I'm Fatima Zuniga. And hi, I'm Mike. Nice to have you on board to listen to our podcast. Remote work. Today, we're going to speak about an amazing topic because that is actually something that, uh, you know, it's, Uh, is related to everyone who is listening this podcast. So I hope it could be uh, a good match for you. And I, I hope that we can share with you some ideas and some recommendations in order to create a good uh, team as remote uh, co-workers. So Mike, how are you today? I'm fine, Fatima. Thanks for asking. Yeah, that's an interesting topic because, first of all, I have some experience with this. Um, when I worked on this event a couple of years ago for EU versus virus, and we had a competition and we had only a weekend and there was the people was all over Europe and I was the only one who was six hours behind. So... That was an interesting experience to to meet with people and get them um, engaged and also helping them out if they, they they need some more information or some some stuff. So and we and then this this story was that we actually worked really from Friday to Sunday and then we won with our project and then um, that was actually a nice end of it. Because we we gave all so much and we didn't sleep much and but this is like an extreme situation. I mean, normally if you work in a remote project, it's not like this. So, but still, communication is everything because you can't go there to someone and ask him for something. So you have to set up online meetings and also if you're managing a remote team, then you have to figure out how you actually set. Um, goals and milestones and how to track them yeah definitely uh just coming back maybe with the points that you mentioned before uh the benefits of uh having a you know like a successful remote team could be that uh the, for me maybe the first uh could be that you can have a, a big team around the world it's not even just like in your actually in your country or in your city you can now like work remotely everywhere so i think that is maybe one of the biggest uh, benefits of of this and maybe the other one could be the flexibility because i think again this kind of lifestyle it is good for a lot of people because you 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 know, like you earn time maybe on the community, uh, on the, yeah, moving to to one place and then moving again and coming back home and, you know, all that uh, spaces that you invested before, maybe that time you are using it in, in yeah, in, in work uh, and then you will have more free time for you. So I think that flexibility It is an amazing benefit for all the team and even for, for the company. Um, the tier one could be maybe, Mike, uh, that you can have even more control with the team 
what I mean with this is that uh, when you are like in a virtual way, it can sounds like uh, crazy because it's it supposed that when you are like presentially or in person, it's supposed that you are like face to face and you can see what everyone is uh, doing. But for example, in a virtual way, there are a lot of tools now that you can use in order to uh, kind of control that I don't think is like the like the correct term to say this because it sounds like bad thing. But at the end, uh, what I try to to say is that if you have a good control, I mean, if you if you can see the the job that is uh everyone doing, or for example the deadlines, or that you can lead the project in a good way, you can see what uh, everyone is doing and try to control that in a good way. That for example, if someone is not like investing correctly the time, then you can uh, go with that person and then just like to have a a, a, a good uh, conversation, sorry, and give to him or her like the feedback and then organize correctly like the activities that they are doing, you know? So I think control with the tools that we have now, it is another good thing uh, if you are working remotely. What do you think about the benefits, Mike? I mean, okay, the benefits is that you can work with people around the world, but also the benefits, maybe the people find them more more flexible and more in, engaged in a project like this because they enjoy working remotely instead of going to the office. But I want to go switch more to the tools because that's also um, something what is important because obviously if you do meetings, you need a kind of video meeting tool. There are lots of in the out there. But also what I um, experience is that you need something for a shot because not every time you want to have a meeting, but you want to also have the conversation in a shot. So that that that's the two things, what, what I see from the tools. I mean, again, if you are now the project manager or something like this, then then you have to really be, be aware how you actually engage the people. So there's the different project management methodologies. Most of the these days they use all this scum or agile and agile means that that you actually having like every day a meeting and then everyone says oh i'm working on this and what's the progress what's the challenges and this is the kind of communication um what you would do also if you um in in an office situation but in in a remote situation that can be done also and this is again what i say from the benefits that the people more maybe more engaged and because they have the flexibility and then you get maybe also better results. But from the other side, the other side of the coin is, is the project management that you you have to be someone who get uh, adjusted to this way of of, of managing yeah. it. Yeah, and again, to, to, to end this up, I mean, it's more result-driven. It's not like the people stay from nine to five in office. They said, hey, we need this done and we need this done by next week. So then 
the resources should be utilized to make that happen, right? And having also having also an update and, and not an update that you're waiting for for them. They give you an update, so have them engaged in like the scums uh, scrums meeting scrums meeting where we where you can tracking what's going on i think that's important from the project management side yeah there is another uh good thing that you mentioned uh with the uh, schedules that for example and and i think it's gonna really depends on on the team or on the way that they work because for example we know that there are some positions that they don't need even like a schedule because they are more creative or they are like for example i know that uh, there is a uh, really common in programmers that they sometimes they have a schedule into the company but most of the time they don't have a schedule because they you know like they they have their own uh creative process maybe during the night or during the morning, you don't know. So what works for them is that you give it, to, you give them like, hey, you know, you need to do this uh, in one week. So in one week, you're gonna send me like a final project. So uh, it's like your your business, what you do and when you do the the project, you know, so I think on that case, it works. But there are, again, like a lot of, well, companies or projects that they need to have a schedule for, I don't know, maybe uh, they need to be like available uh, on the customer service or with the team because they need to stay like in contact with them, something like that. So even, I don't know, but it is even uh, important to, to have this kind of flexibility because again we i think i don't know what you think mike but i think we discovered that um we are uh, like how can i explain after i think after the pandemic we discover like more as organizations as person that we are working with with people and we are working with um with not with ma machines you know so sometimes we tried i think on the past we tried to to make uh some some stuff like in in a just in a way like if we were a machine and we are not and we are discovering that if we give to the people like this trust like this time like this flexibility they give to you better results because they are like trying to be more creative. They try to be more, you know, like more um, resulty where when they are working. So I think um, the schedule, it is part of, of the way that they decided to do, but I think uh, we need to be as organizations and as even if we are freelancers, we need to be more uh, flexible, but at the same time, we need to have, again, this control. And when I say control, I say like, we need to have measure about our results. If you don't, even Mike, that is so simple. Even if you are in person, if you don't have like KPIs, if you don't have like the measure of the results of that person that you are like supervising or the team that you are supervising, you are not gonna have a, a way to 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 measure that, you know? 
So I think now with technology, we have a lot of tools to use for that. There are, for example, uh, the, this methodology, Mike, uh, that is really useful, Scrum. There is something that I know is, is, is useful, uh, for example, and, and is very common with uh, programmers, for example, because they use that methodology in their projects in order to have this kind of measure and the activities that they need to do and deadlines. Uh, so that is one of the methodologies uh, that I think it could be useful and will just go with the, with the tools that we can also use for this could be uh, on my experience, Asana is an amazing um, tool that you can use for, to, you know, like to delegate activities, to delegate responsibilities, to to have like options to, to create a team in each task. So I think there is a, an amazing tool where you can have a measure about every activity that the team is doing and about the time and about uh, the results. So I am sure there are a lot of, and you can tell us more uh, about that, Mike, if you have uh, uh, some experience with that tool. But I think that is definitely one um, tool that I really recommend for to have measure of the results. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, definitely. That a tool like this would help, and there's again also others who are doing similar functionality. But I want to go more where you said how you set the milestones and how you actually controlling the results. But if you mention agile or Scrum, then it's the sprints. So you're defining actually what are the things to do for the next two weeks, like an example, and then you uh, delegate that to the resources and said. Uh, this needs to be done and and then and then and then then you can manage it with the tool like you mentioned asana that they can give you updates and then also if they need help you you um having the scrum meetings so so that's the way how to to manage a team and it and it doesn't matter where on the world so you just have to find the right time what works with all the time zones and then again also i mean it depends also on the project. I would say not every project could be done like this, but then you have to make that decision if if your project, what you want to do, makes sense in this way, right? Yeah. And well, just like uh, now, uh, let's talk about another tool that you can use as remote team. Uh, I will say definitely uh, the chat you need to have a, a tool where you can be connected with your team. Now, there are a lot of softwares or even, well, just apps that you can use for that. Um, for example, one of the most uh, popular that is using for 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 remote uh, teams, it is uh, Slack. <laughs> that is, uh, that actually, that, uh, that app was really common before, even before the, the pandemic, for the people who, who were like working in different uh, countries or cities or wherever. So I think that is one of the most uh, popular, but now, uh, I mean, each uh, organization has their own uh, chat. For example, I know Teams now, it is really common into the 
let I don't know if this is something real, Mike, but uh, I will say uh in the most uh like formal companies they are using that maybe about the privacy or maybe because well that is like part of the of the package that they have with Microsoft or something like that. But I I have seen that a lot of companies and a lot of formal companies, I mean, when I say formal, sorry, it, it is like they have a big, a really big uh, company. That, that That's what I want to uh, say with formal. And I think that is uh, really common. And what else? Another maybe chat, well, we else, Mike? I mean, I don't know if Zoom has this chat thing, uh, no, I don't think. I think uh, Zoom is, is really useful for to have this kind of uh, like uh, video conferences yes. or well, just conferences, but, but you mean not for chat where you are like connected and that you can see like, oh, uh, I can have a, a chat with this person in order to have, I think my, uh, sorry that I interrupt you, but I think this is really important. I know that uh, now we have a lot of tools where we can be connected just in one sec. For example, like WhatsApp or Telegram. But uh, I think, Mike, we need sometimes we need to uh, like keep the the line with the, between the 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 professional life and the pro, the personal life. Because sometimes imagine that you are just like using WhatsApp into your organization. So maybe your coworkers or your uh, even, I don't know, your employees or something like that, maybe they are going to feel like uh, that you are uh, crossing the line into their personal life. Because maybe imagine that uh, now you are not like on the schedule that, you suppose that you work and then you write them they're gonna feel like a little uncomfortable with that so i think there is something really dangerous that could be useful but at the same time i think that people need to feel that when they finish the schedule they are free and they don't need to stay like you know like waiting for some message or something so i think if you are using a, a corporative app, you need to use it really <laughs> and not feel like that. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I totally agree that WhatsApp or some something else, maybe not even Telegram, but there should be more for personal use. And then if you have a project, you should get a kind of professional well, software who, who you can do this. And there's a lot of choices out there. You mentioned Microsoft Teams or or even other provider having some some software for this, and it's there should be a, a difference between the personal life and and, and the, the project life. So and this is also important for people who want to work remote or who like to work remotely that there is a, the difference. And you're right with this, but let let's come to a, to an end. And um, so what 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 do you think? And I want to go back again because we had this 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 topic building a remote team. So go back to to the one who managing or building really this team. So what kind of other advices you you could give in a let's say in a couple of minutes? Yeah, I will say uh, 
Well, coming back just yes, to the maybe the organization of this team, I really recommend that you need to uh, make a plan at the beginning as well. Actually, there is something that you need to do even if you are in person, but there is something really important if you are working remotely. You need to have a plan. You need to have like a, a really um, a objective, but that they can be measured again. With, if you have KPIs, you need to use them. You need to establish, establish sorry, uh, some KPIs for each team, for each department or for each project. So if you have that, that is gonna be uh, like easier to, to have these uh, measures and then decide, you know, like if that something is working or not, or if you need to change something. So I think that is the first thing. And then, well, another maybe recommendation will be about the team that you need to train your team. Uh, what I mean with that, that um, yeah, it's supposed that when you are hiding someone or when you are like uh, working with someone, uh, you you assume that they have all like the knowledge or that they know how to do something. So don't assume that. I I, I will say um join with them join with your team join with that uh person that you hired and then teach them the specific things that you want they do that you expect from them even for example if you are gonna use a software then teach them how to use it or if you are gonna use like a methodology then teach them how to use it or if you have a way to work, teach them. I will say that. Don't try to, to imagine that they know how to use. There is something really important because most of the time we we forget about that. We just like, hey, yes, this is the job that you need to do. Just do it. So sometimes there, that could be a, a really uh, a problem in the in the you know like communication between the team and, and you because maybe they can uh, understand something and at the end they are going to give you something totally different. And well, there is the maybe one of the most important things with my recommendations, Mike, and mm -hmm. is the communication. And I'm going to finish with that. Communication is everything. You need to have an effective communication with your team. That means that you need to be clear and you need to be... Uh, yeah, you need to stay in contact with your team and communicate what you really want to say to them. And that is, for me, the most important thing, Mike. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, so it was in, in, interesting. So I hope uh, our listeners get something out of it. And um, yeah, so build your remote team and be successful. Okay? Yeah, see you on the next chapter. Bye. 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 Bye.